Bo knows politics and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. Those beautiful voices belong to the group Take Six. A wonderful time of the year. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Joining us, you're talking about a most wonderful time of the year. This is the most wonderful time of the week. We have America's undocumented anchorman, Mark Stein, with us. Welcome, Mark. How are you? Hey, great, great to be with you, James. I, I got to say before we we started anything, I'm I'm so delighted by just uh, emails uh, I've seen from uh, from various uh, readers and listeners of mine uh, raving about your book, and uh, and a lot of them, uh, I mean, they like the way that they can rely on the fact that uh, this is a a book about somebody uh, by somebody who actually knew the guy. So it's not like when you read a uh, an insider book on the president or a member of the royal family or whatever, and, and you don't know whether they've actually even been in the same room as the guy. You were in the same room for 30 years, and people have just uh, been saying to me how much they love that book. And, they, and, and, and it reminds them of favorite bits from the show, like uh, the parody of the Maya Angelou invocation at one of the presidential <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> with, with 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 Bo Angelou, yeah, Bo Angelou, exactly. <laughs> and they uh, and that's the thing. People are just, it's just bringing back so many happy memories. That's that's a great bit. You ought to put out a greatest hits album with uh, stuff like that. Oh, I think that's a good idea, Mark. Thank you. Well, thank you, Mark. Rush on the radio is the book, and yes, you can get it now in time for Christmas. Mark, speaking of Christmas. Smash and grabs have been going on in every blue city almost in America. With yeah, because the, there's no news about this in any American papers. You've exactly. You've got to read the foreign press to find out what's going on in this country. Right. And it showed this woman all dressed out in some of the Gucci gear or some of the other designer gear she had stolen with her family. It was a family theft affair. Yeah. Yeah. So Democrat mayors are now coming under fire, and they're blaming... Of all the retailers for the smash and grabs. Yeah, yeah, I love that. The uh, mayor of Chicago who says it's your fault for not having the merchandise nailed down. Because I love, I love going into those. Uh, that's how you always know you're in a nice part of town. I remember the first time I visited a certain uh, city in Ohio and I got to the out, outskirts and basically everything in the, it was just like a convenience store. But every every quart of milk was basically behind lock and key because everything there was just stolen. And what we've seen now uh, is that the, these things are happening. This is why it's interesting to see whether it actually does change the mind of all those uh, American liberals who think this is just about being being nice to people. It's now coming to their part of town. It's coming to the Magnificent Mile in Chicago. It's coming to quite you know, fancy chain stores like Louis Vuitton. So it's it's come into where they live. 
And it's happening in broad daylight. So some of these nice NPR listening women, liberals, might actually be in the Louis Vuitton store when the mob arrives and cleans it out. And that item that you picked out, was just perfect, just right for you, matches everything. Uh, you picked it out just two minutes ago. As they're scramming, they might just rip it out of your hand, too. And so this is the question. Uh, this is, this is where, this is where the virtue signaling illusions uh, run up against the ugly reality of how these Democrat administrations have destroyed these cities. I love it. How do you pronounce that? Louis who? Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. I could say regular. I, I said, uh, on a, uh, on a uh, seasonal show many years ago, I, Said I asked Martha Stewart about her recipe for pecan pie, and she said it's pecan. So <laughs> I, I, I have uh, I have uh, relatively down market pronunciation compared to some of those uh, hoity-toity American types like Martha. Yeah, and you know what? And Rodeo Drive, by the way, has been one of the places hit too. Can you imagine smashing, grabbing on Rodeo Drive? Well, I think I think that's what's interesting. I was I was talking with Rudy uh, Giuliani uh, a week or so back, uh, and we were talking about the way it was in New York before he became mayor. And I said, "Well, you know, we, we knew you didn't go down this alley and you didn't go that park after sundown or whatever." But now you're having people being sucker punched uh, in Midtown Manhattan on some of the fanciest. Uh, streets in the world, Fifth Avenue and uh, Madison Avenue. Uh, people, uh, little old ladies, getting sucker punched in the middle of the day. People getting shoved in front of the of subway trains. The f- the fact is uh, that the and and Jen Psaki says this is all down to COVID. These right, are symptoms. COVID. Yeah, if if you have the urge to sucker punch a grandma on uh, Fifth Avenue uh, just uh, uh, by Rockefeller Center, you may be coming down with the Omicron vi- variant. You should probably uh, get your booster shot if you feel the urge to push someone in front of a subway train. Jen Psaki's thing is that these are just uh, symptoms of COVID. I love it. Now, Claire McCaskill over on PMSNBC uh, yesterday said that Republican-controlled states are soon going to implement vigilantism laws. We're going we're gonna to combat immigration by having the regular, everyday, average citizens start rounding up people who look like they could be foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, well, I, I take that. That's about me, I take it. I, uh, <laughs> that's about to say. Um, I, uh, <laughs> better... I, I love this. Claire, Claire McCaskill is from Missouri, so she just sounds like she's from Martha's Vineyard or Malibu or whatever. But I actually, uh, this is the whole dem. I, I can't understand sometimes when the myth is so far away from reality that uh, America is just just full of these stump-toothed uh, crackers <laughs> who uh, in between a jigger of moonshine and a bunk up with their cousin just can't wait to get out there and uh, and and smack down some foreigner and it doesn't matter it might be some uh, some 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 freelance guy from ISIS on his way to blow up something or it might be some hoity-toity snot-nosed uh, guest house, guest host type from New Hampshire, just uh, just who's w- taken a wrong turn somewhere. I I don't actually, 
uh, this this myth, it's like the way they keep going on about Klansmen. The Klansmen were all Democrats and they've all been dead for years. The last big Klansman was Robert C. Byrd and the Democrats gave him a state funeral. I don't know where you'd go to get Klanshood. I, I don't know where you'd go to get Klanhoods these days. I, 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 I bust into Nordstrom on the Magnificent Mile in Chicago. I broke into it. I said, it's a flash mob smash and grab raid. I'm here from, for the Clan hoods, what floor are they on? You can't get them anywhere. This yeah. whole thing where there's there's uh, there's just these stump there's armies of stump toothed crackers uh, just out there. Uh, I I I pine for that. I remember the days I went into. I quite I quite like it. If you're a foreigner like me, you don't have to be you know exotic in any way. I've been into bars in New Hampshire and Maine where everybody stops talking when I walk in the door. So I kind of know how that feels like. And I, I sort of, I remember how it was when I first came here. And in some strange way, I, I, I'm almost nostalgic for those days. Yeah, well, if you want to know where to get the clan gear, you have to go to Virginia and then stop at the Ralph Northam house. And you can just go ask old Ralph Northam, hey, Ralph, where are you keeping your clan gear yeah, these days? Yeah, no, no. And, and, and while you're at it, I'll have uh, 12 tubs of shoe polish that you keep it in there, too, as well. I mean, that's it. The, well, that, that's what I find so odd about this is that I don't the, – the, the criticism that people have about mass illegal immigration or whatever – is completely is is disconnected from things to do with clanhoods and and uh, you know all the the blackface thing. I'm actually surprised when you look at people like Ralph Northam. You realize how psychologically tortured uh, you have to be to be in the Democrat Party, which sort of turned on a dime from being the most racist institution on earth into being hot for uh, identity politics and transgender bathrooms and everything. And I can understand why if you're a middle-aged guy like Ralph Northam and you started out uh, basically in the old uh, Klansman blackface mammy singing Democrat party and suddenly, you know, whoops, <laughs> you've got whiplash because suddenly it's identity politics, a go-go, uh, transgender bathrooms. Is your seven-year-old transitioning? Uh, all the celebrities have got transitioning uh, moppets in middle school. Uh, have you got one yet? Uh, why are you still going around in the clans hood? Don't you realize that was last season's look? I mean, it must be terribly difficult for fellas like Northam. It has to be. Speaking of difficult, all of us are in for a very difficult time, Mark. You know, uh, according to the Washington Post, climate change has destabilized the Earth's poles and the planet is now in serious peril. Yeah, I, I find this a bit odd because I, I saw a chap who's actually been suing me for 10 years, uh, Michael Mann, the, the, the hockey stick guy. He, um, he's actually, he, he, I saw him giving this plaintive interview saying, no, 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 COVID is way less serious than climate change. Uh, climate change has killed far more people than COVID ever will. <laughs> and, and they, you can see that these climate change guys are actually upset at having their big, the big liberal panic, uh, issue hijacked, uh, by, you know, so the liberals are going around saying, oh, yes, I, uh, 
I used to worry about rising sea levels in the Maldives in the 22nd century, but then the Omicron variant came <laughs> along, and now I'm just, you know, I can't, I've got no time to think about it. I've got nothing against the, the Maldives. God bless them. I hope they don't get washed away. But, oh, my God, the Omicron variant's coming to get me. And I think, actually, a lot of these climate change, we had a bit of this at the COP26 thing a couple of weeks back. I think some of them are actually resentful at the way uh, uh, COVID without end is distracting attention from climate change. Well, so you're not worried, though. You're not worried that the ice, the, 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 the poles are going to suddenly just come and kill you in the middle of the night because you've been burning too much fossil fuel? No, I remember the a uh, couple of years ago, a ship full of uh, climate change activists sailed to the Antarctic uh, to get as near to the South Pole as they could to demonstrate how all the ice had melted. And instead, they got frozen in the ice. For months. <laughs> For months. <laughs> and we're all on the verge of starting to eat each other when uh, I think it was the Royal Australian Navy or somebody came along to rescue them. Uh, and I thought that was, that, that's actually the, the perfect, uh, the perfect symbolic state of the climate panic industry.